welcome back to another week on the Too Young for an Old Talk podcast. Yes, I almost started doubting myself. I was like, that's what we call ourselves, right? Yes, I am Abriana, and I'm here with you. the other part of this. Um, take it away. Hi, everyone. This week, we, we're really just doing a catch-up episode, you know, figuring out what's been happening with each other and some interesting things that may or may not have happened over the last couple of days or weeks. Who knows? We usually do pretty free-flowing episodes with a couple ideas of where we want to take it, but this is very much a 100% old talk kind of vibe. There's no no guarantee as to where this is going to go. It could be all the harder. It could go left. It could go right. Really, the impetus for this is mostly down to Abriana having some potentially interesting things to talk about. Because I certainly do not. What? <laughs> I don't think oh, I do either, I do, so I don't I do know about that. Something interesting that I could talk about now because it's been a couple of days. So I'll start it. So, a couple. Uh, let's say a couple days almost weeks ago i was blessed with the opportunity to go and get tested for covid19 uh slight trigger warning potentially i guess but yeah your boy came out with negative results that was good but it was a very stressful time you know like the whole predicament of having to go and get tested or going into testing facilities it was slightly stressful for me and then there was definitely anxiety waiting for my results to come back and seeing everyone in their gear and whatnot but like that was something that happened for me not too long ago you should probably say why you needed to get tested without like being putting anyone on blast but like you should give context because i didn't get tested for example and we've seen each other within like that time period so i got tested purely out of precaution there was no mandate for me to get tested it was more of a i want to know what my status was because of a potential interaction with someone so my cousin and i both got tested because we lived together and then we self-isolated for a few days until the results came back. And after that, we monitored, we, mon- we continued to monitor our, our conditions and I guess, you know, make sure like nothing f- developed because we didn't have any symptoms or anything like that. It was literally just like, hmm, potentially, you know, I think I saw this person. So let's just be safe. And, you know, I don't want to put anyone at risk unnecessarily, especially. So... That's what we did, and yeah, after a few days, results came back negative. It literally, it didn't flip my whole world upside down, but it flipped my whole sleep schedule upside down because I went from a 10.30 latest sleeper to like midnight sleeping er- earliest for like a whole week. I was just not in my normal mode, and that just threw me off because when I went back to work, I only worked two days that week, and I felt so tired because... I was just up at such sporadic times that I usually don't 
function at more sort of necessity than an ability because clearly I could stay up late if I have to. But yeah. Yeah. I would say it was it was a good call. I'm glad I made it because it allowed me to do everything with a clear conscience and we had to push some things back that we were working on, but we were able to get that done following days slash week, so it was positive, you know. What was the what was the pain like? Or the discomfort, I, would, I should I would, say. Don't yeah, call it pain. I wouldn't call it pain. It was a bit discomfortable, but yeah, there was a little bit of pain to it, I guess, but I would consider it discomfort. Uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, it was. Isn't that crazy how it's discomfort, but it's uncomfortable? Yeah, it is. You experience discomfort, but you feel yeah, uncomfortable. You don't feel, un- you don't feel uncomfort, unfortunately. Yeah. I would give it a three. On a scale of I was one to ten. Six. Three? <laughs> Uh, really round oh, scale, okay. but maybe maybe a five point five out of ten. And the reason I would go five point five is because it's such a short period of time, especially if you block it out. I literally just ignored it, and you're the one that's better at ignoring pain in this relationship because I I acknowledge that stuff, and yeah, but I don't know if I could ignore somebody like being up in my goddamn face and shoving something up my nose if that doesn't tell you that i have not been tested that's that's me saying i have not been tested and i honestly um i have been since march trying to avoid it at all costs as much as i can that's why i opted not to travel this summer yeah I got that. but yeah we're, we're very different in that regard like i i probably tolerate pain better but like you could just like I would not be able to ignore somebody that close up. You, I would say space. that on routine you tolerate it better because I'm very much of a person that like okay this is hurting, and I could ignore it uh, as my injury histories show. But I will go back to this because it's also a catch up thing. So it happened actually, actually I was looking at my photos and I realized this was almost um well, almost a month and a half ago when I got injured with my knee. That was a fun little story, but. I would say in your normal routine, you ignore your pain, whereas I acknowledge it, but I feel as though I have a higher pain tolerance than you, if that makes sense. <laughs> what is that expression? I disagree, <laughs> like, immensely. Really? You think your pain tolerance is higher than yeah. mine? What pain tolerance? Which one? You bought a new one? Because not the one that I'm aware of. Like, there's no way. The only thing that you could be referencing is when you, if you punch me, um, more of a joking kind of punch, but Abrina punches unnecessarily hard. Like, she doesn't have self-control. I don't even, (laughs) like, it's not, like, I don't, I don't punch to, like, inflict a bruise or anything. It's just, like, a, it's a nice little (laughs) Top with some force, like. But that's not my fault. Like, you want me to just not have knuckles? Hello, that's that's not my fault. Um, conclusion, I have the higher pain tolerance. 
and you said it before you started like you you backtrack because you started off by saying i have a higher pain tolerance and then you double no, back i think in your in your day-to-day routine it's okay you'll you'll hear you'll hear when you play mm-hmm. this back it's okay don't worry you already outed yourself <laughs> very very um original laughter by the way oh anyone that gosh. knows me like from three years ago might know that one but i would say that no like, in your daily routine you do a better job of ignoring it because i don't try to but i think that if i had to ignore it clearly i can ignore it better than you if i got the test and they bug me you're scared to get it that's just that's just facts you know that's living factual evidence okay but that's also because you're a lot more paranoid than i am about this whole situation like if i'm a solid six five out of ten five out of ten on like a day where I have to leave home, if I'm in my house, who gives a crap? I don't. I don't care about what's going on in the world. Like, I mean, I care, but not enough because I know I'm not being directly impacted because I'm like keeping myself safe by staying inside. Must be nice. So, yeah, because I have the choice to. Like, I'm I'm able to. Um. So because of that. Like, why? No comment? I mean... No follow-up? I thought you would continue your sentence past that, but... Yeah, I'm definitely that guy that didn't leave home for, like, four months. Because I just didn't have to. So I made the choice not to until I had to go back to work, but... If I... Like, I could lock down and be relatively comfortable i definitely don't like to like being home self-isolating wasn't fun when i had to do it when i was doing my test it really was so low tier because it was just taking up all my time and it, kind of, it felt like my world kind of shifted to around getting those results but during when the initial quarantine i, I felt like i was an ace camper you know um i was killing the game like I was not bored. Uh, obviously, there was things I wanted to do I couldn't do. And I had a celebrating birthday at home, which is not ideal, but I feel as though I handled it a lot better than most people did. Or I found things to occupy myself better than most people did. I don't know why you're making that face. Because I feel, I mean, I could be wrong, but you could, I tell, am I wrong? I don't know. The. <laughs> That's your birthday. You would oh. have to know and speak. I wasn't even. That, that was like a small thing. It was like I didn't envision my birthday being like that. And you know, no, I don't think anyone really envisioned the year going like it did. So it's a very small, I think, footnote to it. I still had a good birthday and I enjoyed it very much. I had a lot of food. Thank you for the sushi. Um, but that's just me. Anyways, to get somewhat back on topic. The next story is going to be about my knee. And this happened literally six to seven to six weeks ago, I guess. Almost, almost two months. Not quite. I was at work one day and I was being Superman, apparently, lifting a couple heavy items, pulling some heavy things I shouldn't have been pulling. No, you clearly aren't Superman because this story is going to prove that um, you're not. I so. mean, 
Maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you should not preface this story with that. Let's let's edit that out. Let's let's cut that part. If All right, you want continue. Anything, only here you got to edit this up for yourself. That's what. Yeah. Oh but, God. but, my people, getting back to topic, I was being Superman, and clearly someone introduced kryptonite to this whole equation because I was doing me, you know, going at hundred miles an hour, just grinding. And essentially, I was playing a cart full of oil for fryers, and because we technically receive stuff a couple of days a week, and I was kind of just putting that away. And I was like, oh, let me be helpful for the line team and set them up. I'll stock the oil online because we need new oil, anyways. And I bent down to check the fryer to make sure it was shut and not open because sometimes they, we clean it every day. But they don't always shut it because they let the, any excess drippings drip out sometimes. Depends on who's closing it. So it was open. So I was like, oh, cool, shut it. But I went down on one knee and I realized that my one knee isn't going all the way down. And it's not hurting. It's just not giving me that full range of motion. So I'm slightly puzzled. But, you know, I'm only like 20 minutes into my shift. So I'm like, eh. I probably just not too long woke up and, you know, maybe the whole body is still warming up. Never happened before, but new first time for everything, right? So, moving on, I go down um, in the back to to put the rest of the oil back in in this home. Now that I've stopped the rest online, and I bend down again to see if there's enough space for this extra oil. And same problem. I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. Like I stretched it out earlier, and I still having this problem in range of motion. But I don't know what's problem because in my head I haven't really done anything yet to cause it to be injured. And there's no pain because I couldn't feel anything really from it. So I was like, okay, cool, kind of random, but I'll continue and see how it goes the day. Fast forward, and it was a very busy day, and I had to do a lot of stuff. And I ended up working like a 10 or 11 hour shift out of nowhere, which is kind of random because we were doing really steady eight hour shifts because it hasn't been crazy busy consistently. Sometimes it gets busy, but like not to the point where it's like, okay, one day all of a sudden you have like an 11 hour shift. You'll be like, okay, you got nine hour here, nine hour here, nine hour here, but not a sudden like eleven hour shift out of nowhere. Especially on a, it wasn't really a busy day, I think it was like a Wednesday. So cool. Finish receiving this and finish prepping, finish online. It's like four o'clock, five o'clock. I'm doing some more like last prep items to help for the night setup. And then I'm walking, finish shut down that hall, welcome back to the partner room to change. And I'm like, huh, my knee, my, my leg, my whole right leg is feeling kind of tight in this pants. So it's kind of weird. Did my pants shrink? I bought new pants. So I was like, maybe this is the small version because I know I bought three pants. And two of them were the same, but one of them had to get a slightly different size because it wasn't available anymore. Anyways, I get back to the, where I was supposed to get back to the point room. Look at myself in the mirror. Cool. Changing. And I pull my pants down. I'm changing, I'm like, my knee is kind of stuck in my pants. Kind of weird. So that's when I started to freak out, and I haven't seen it yet, but my head is like, all these different scenarios are going, and I'm like, my knee is just going to be disgusting. I take my pants off, and it's literally three times the size of my other kneecap, and I'm not in panic mode, but I'm, I'm very calm, like, I don't think I can work tomorrow. <laughs> so I fully just let my boss know, like, hey, this is my problem and you know I'll ice it and we'll see how it looks over I'll monitor it overnight and let you know 
as soon as I know. But technically, I was supposed to cover him the next day, so his days off were lining up with. His days off were lining up when I was in, so that his presence wouldn't be missed as much. But then all of a sudden, I can't work because I don't know how my knee's gonna look after I stop and I sit down and don't move. So I get home and I, I sit for like four or five hours on and off um, with proper instruction from Mr. Antoine Anderson. But I digress. Anyways, so I was very optimistic. And by the next day, my knee is literally the same thing, but a little bit worse. And I can't move at all because there's pain now. Not really pain, but there was like the worry that I was just worsening this. And I'm going to make my knee so bad that... I'm going to be hobbling for the rest of my life. So what I was like, okay, yeah, I'll ice it and I'll be good for tomorrow. That ended up being like five days of me just icing and not walking to the point that I think it was the weekend when you came over and we, that was the first time I actually walked and we went for a walk down the road to support this institution that I don't support, but Abner does religiously against her own moral code, I might add. Oh, shut up. <laughs> you literally consume what i consume from there so just because it's not your money doesn't mean you're not you're still consuming it so try again but anyways so we walked and it wasn't even far it was like literally a three minute walk from my house and it felt so awkward because i hadn't walked for the whole week so to summarize i neil ford worked for 10 hours on a busted knee without realizing because i tolerated the pain so well i didn't realize i was injured but yet the defendant asks where's my pain tolerance where is she did i buy a new one the disrespect i carry this whole nation on my right knee and you know i just i got slammed in the streets no i'm not buying it (laughs) yeah no that was just like that's not even you tolerating it. That was just you being completely oblivious and ignorant to the fact that, like, something was wrong. different. Because at no point did you, like, acknowledge fully, like, oh, there's probably something wrong with my knee. It was more of a just, oh, feels kind of weird. Oh, well, keep going. Different. You know, I do this on daily. No. <laughs> something different up here. This This definitely was different. That's not... I don't think that's something you should be proud of. Like, you can joke about it now that it's over, but, like, that was... Not the wisest thing you could have done. And I've I've had genuinely realized that there was an issue because the fact there was no pain, it was like, this is nothing serious, you know? It was like, yeah. Because... I I maintain, you know, pain is annoying, but it's there for a reason. So sometimes you have to definitely. Oh, it was there for a reason. But I didn't feel anything. Oh, that's. You know what I'm so 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 let's backtrack. So you didn't feel any, but you were tolerating it. But it's there for a reason. This is not a. I don't think that a, a serial <laughs> ignorer of pain has the right to 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 dissect my argument. This my different story of pain. isn't adding I think you're up. not making this story out of It's not adding up. No, 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 no. I, I, this is the first time I say anything about this story. I added my two cents. Are you cents. saying that I'm making this story up? Because I have the photo facts. 
I'm gonna post them. I'm gonna give it a, 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 a spoiler. No. I'm okay. I'm not here to question anything you've said, sir. If that's your catch-up, that's your catch-up. That's your catch-up. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for bringing that to mm-hmm. the table. We, I think we all greatly appreciated that um, story of resilience. I'm a modern-day superhero, okay? I don't... Oh, my gosh. Okay, we're going to move off from that superhero thing. I haven't really had anything too super interesting going on. Um... I started back school. That was the main thing. But I didn't start back my regular five classes a week. I'm actually doing six this semester, but I didn't start back my regular five. Um, going onto campus or in, like, none of my studio classes got permission to be in person so literally everything is on zoom i attend i transferred to zoom university now um yes their fees are just as expensive if not more expensive um no discounts around yeah it it's very different it's new um but i don't know i I have mixed feelings about the whole phrase you shouldn't complain or that you have nothing to complain about because I think it you in saying that you associate it with your problems not being important enough to be your problems and not having that validation because like oh this this is such a small thing it's a problem for me like it bothers me but it's so small compared to what somebody else is going through so I have nothing to complain about it's not that big of a deal and I personally don't think that that's healthy so yes i can complain about some things zoom fatigue is real on monday i have six hours of class continuously and it's just it's so weird sitting and i i have this thing about having my camera on even if i don't need my mic on for this specific class i always have my camera on because i have this weird deep-rooted empathy towards the people that are teaching us and teaching me and I when I put myself in their shoes like I try to do in every situation when I'm like when I feel like I need to provide some sort of empathy or leeway in a situation and I would not want to be sitting on looking at people's pictures or even worse, just looking at people's names like and black screens. Like, I would not want to be doing that. Irrespective of whether I'm being paid, whether I'm talking about something I like. As I was, I think I was telling you, maybe it I was, was telling my mom, about everything being a performance and how in your everyday life you are performing no matter what you're doing. So... And a lot of the time when you're performing, like, you're feeding off of the people that you're giving that energy to. So when you have an audience or a crowd or people that you're talking to, and you don't realize this, but it happens in, like, everyday conversation when you're talking to somebody and, like, they're not paying attention, they're not being receptive, they don't look like they're understanding what you're saying. You realize that and that energy bounces back at you and all of a sudden what you're saying is your tone has changed or saying it in a different way because you you don't think it's being received well. 
same thing works when you're doing anything else. So your teacher is lecturing, talking to a whole class of however many people, and it's just staring at screens. Like, how are they supposed to do that for two hours, three hours, because York's lectures are three hours? Like, don't get me wrong, it's probably, they could probably get it done, but is that fair? Is it really that feasible to let them do that? And these are people that have made up their minds that they do want to still have asynchronous classes, which are live, no, synchronous is live, asynchronous is not live. Have synchronous classes and literally, and sit down and teach you live instead of just doing videos or finding other mediums to get you the information. Like, why not take that time and just turn, like, to me, it, it's one of those things that it takes nothing out of you, so I do it. I get that people have different circumstances, and there are instances where you did not set yourself up, or, like, something happened, and you can't, at that moment, you can't have the time or the space to make room to put your camera on. And that's fine, a one-off thing. But in my opinion, I think you should have it on because it makes them feel human. I had a class yesterday and like I was the only person with my camera on other than the TA and she said thank you and then she opened it up to anybody else that wanted to turn theirs on and two more people actually turned their cameras on um, because it's hard. And... Don't get me wrong, some of my teachers could really be a bit more prepared. They could have like done some extra work, figured out some kinks in the system instead of having us debacle it during class time and try to figure out how to submit things and how this works and what's not. Yeah, they could have, certain areas could still use some work, but they're new to this, we're new to this. We have such a better grasp on technology than they do. So if they've taken the time to like learn, educate themselves, get equipped to do this you're paying money for this turn like <laughs> at least try a bit harder just, just be there be present you know but it's a math bird show a little show like you're there you know and then some people just don't like i know so many people just sleep through class or whatever but that's a whole other story because I figure it has to be an extenuating circumstance whereby either you're not learning anything substantial mm-hmm. that day or you just can't be there for mental headspace yeah, reasons that you would do that. But to each his own, do what you want with your tuition money, do what you want with your class time, do what you want. But yeah, I'm I'm at Zoom University now. And I, I clearly I I couldn't take on that challenge because my all my hardware is not equipped for this task clearly but in my mind oh let's not talk about hardware <laughs> not being equipped <laughs> no 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 i might have to blast a certain brand if we do that but we don't yeah, do that don't here do this is a safer space yeah, than we that don't, we don't cry no on technology <laughs> But I, I think that... Of course not. I get the sentiment of both ends. You know, like if you're doing that time and you can't show up or if you're not in a setting that allows you to have your camera on 24-7 during classes or whatnot. But it, it definitely is a tough ask, you know, speaking to what looks to be no one or if it feels like you're talking and there's no real responses. 
because even if it's live or online you know not getting a response isn't why you're speaking you're speaking because you want people to listen you want to have students responding to you or paying attention to you and knowing that what you're trying to convey is getting understood or at least it's landing yeah. to some degree so it, it it really it really yeah, is a small yeah. gesture but i think it would have a massive impact especially for me seeing like okay this person is at least like here and i can see that they're trying to understand what i'm doing but you really can't get that if someone is just you know muted with their video off you're just like is that person even really here i don't know you probably won't even notice that person because if you have like the rest of the class talking and that person just in the background like they're not even gonna really show up in the rotation yeah and i had a class today i have it every week obviously but we had to do this thing on the fly where you receive it's a public speaking class by the way (laughs) a zoom Um, speaking class very yeah (laughs) basically but it's a very good skill to have and though i have like experience and i'm i have my foot in the door kind of in that realm like i'm not in that room yet because there's still some skills that i need to refine but yeah i had that class today and he gave us this assignment where basically he was not you had to present it was a presentation but he was not telling you the topic beforehand he would call your name for you to present you get up get your camera situated and then he sends you a private message of the topic that he needs you to speak about or wants you to talk about and he does not care if you don't know anything about the topic or have never heard of that topic or word in your life he needs you to be pretend that you are an expert on that topic which i when he explained the instructions i was mind boggled um even though i've done stuff like that before i was like this is for marks like this is is this real anyways i was like okay i ended up going almost last which is seems to be a trend for me i don't know why and it's not because i don't put myself up to go earlier i just never get called on and it just so happened that i got possibly the most controversial topic i could have gotten out of all the topics he gave like most of the topic areas were how to do practical things so how to ride a motorcycle how to bake a cake how to do this that that whatever (laughs) nobody asked and you just had to talk oh the other thing was you had to talk for a minute 30 seconds minimum um and then once you hit that he would let you know so you could either stop or start to wind down and i got a very weird topic that was not something practical it was not something that you could physically do or learn how to do he gave me how to choose the correct religion wow i was not expecting that and uh, neither That's was juicy. I. Neither was I when I looked at the chat. 
so I when I'm unsure of something I kind of just laugh a bit so <laughs> I he didn't want you to tell the class what your topic was until you started presenting so you kind of just have to read it and step back quickly and just go for it so I started laughing when I read it and I was like all right let's try this and I basically successfully but I tried my hardest not to mention any names of any religions that I know of not to mention any specific locations of like where certain groups and religions meet and what that place is called um yeah I basically just did not call any names I spoke so generally about the topic I just completely talked out of god knows where and I just, <laughs> uh, it was, I was just hoping that I would hit a minute 30 faster than I thought mm. I would. And then when I was done, the man looked at me and was like, pretty good, good. That was a controversial topic. You did, that was, you handled that very well. Da, da, da. I was like, this guy's just trying to test me. Like, I don't yeah, mind it, but hello. That was I was not expecting that at all. I was expecting to get, like, like one girl got how to um, free throw fish or something <laughs> like that. Like, I would have preferred something like that or how to prepare for high mm. jump. Something that, like, I'm not well-versed in, but, like, I'm familiar enough with the topic that I can navigate it. And something that was practical. Like, everybody got things that were verbs, like, to do things. Yeah. And I got how to fix something. This how to pick something. that's a social like construct. Yeah, I was laughing, like, <laughs> like, I, like it's like he had ten questions that were all the same. That one he's like, I got this one for somebody special. <laughs> do you feel as though? How do you feel like the question went? But like answering it. Oh, I'm. I answered it as best as I possibly could. I was like, make a pros and cons list also think about what you need to get or what you want to get out of joining and practicing with a certain religion um make your pros and cons list think about things like where they meet when they meet what are the limitations to practicing that religion and then without giving examples i was like because there's certain things that i would be like nope can't work can't can't cut that out can't stop doing that just because that's associated with that religion Mm -hmm. so consider all those factors consider what you want to get out of it ultimately and yeah i just expanded on those three things mainly and i was like and then he was like a minute 30 i was like yes so to recap because he basically wanted you to present like you were presenting to an audience but you were the best person in the world to speak on that topic because you were just the most experienced on that topic and I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, that was part of my day. Other than that, I don't... I'm I'm still unemployed. What's new? Um, I'm self-representing myself now. I don't have an agent anymore. Mm-hmm. I haven't had an agent for literally this entire year. Almost. Yeah, think so. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. No, I haven't had an agent since yeah, February. Mostly there, though. February, and but like COVID kind of slapped 
that whole industry. Yeah, so honestly, you kind of save so. some money. Yeah, but yeah, I'm self wrapping now, which is harder because you're doing the work of like what your agent would do and still doing the work that you would do. Um, so agents really are a blessing because they they do that digging work and then give it to you and then you still get to say yes mm-hmm. or no whether or not you want to submit yourself and then if you say yes you do that set of work give that in and then the agent submits for you whereas now i'm doing all three of those steps so that's fun um yeah just trying to enjoy the last of the sun honestly here before it's gloomy every single day in addition to being cold because I don't know. I think I might be able to manage if it was just cold, but the sun was out all the time. Yeah. I could navigate that a lot better. But the overcast skies every single day, plus me having to be cold, is just... It's not a combo I look forward to. As much as people like fall, and fall is a really beautiful season because the leaves turn mm-hmm. and whatnot. I don't know... I definitely gloomy. I don't know if my mental state likes that. The gloomy weather what? is definitely not it. I mean, one day out of five or six is fine, but bat to bat to bat to bat, that's just not me up. It's just like my head just can't take it. Yeah, we literally don't see, we don't see sun for, and don't get me wrong, it's kind of weird to explain because it's not that it's not bright, because you can still tell that it's daylight. But the sun is not shining at all. It's just clouds and completely overcast. And yeah, that's back to back to back for like... Months. Months on end. And then winter is even worse because the hours of daylight gets cut in almost half. So it's literally I'd, almost like I'd half. leave home with these outside this pitch black and I'd come back home, same thing. Same. It's crazy. That's the life. Oh, can we? Let's. I can't believe I haven't mentioned this yet. <laughs> so, a certain individual did something really monumental, outstanding. Blue. Show stopping. Uh, broke the internet. Like, honestly. And I'm not surprised because that is the magnitude of like her existence. That is what she's capable of. And that is what her presence is and brings to this world. Zendaya won a freaking Emmy. <laughs> and she's also the youngest female to win in that category ever. And she's the second black female to win in that category. Which is crazy. But amazing. But also so crazy. And who she was up against, too. People were so vexed. And I was like... And there was specifically vexed about Jennifer Aniston. And I was like, she's not even mad. So, And if she is, she's being mad like in her house and not letting anybody know Mm -hmm. that she's mad. Which is what you should do. And so why like get that out of here like they're filming euphoria season two at the moment and i mean the world is just 
working out for Zendaya right now. And if the world's working out for Zendaya, it's just naturally working out for me, even if it really isn't in my world. But, you know, it still is. So that's fine. Just a little bit. No, she's... She's phenomenal. And it's so crazy because she doesn't even... She's not that vocal on social media. Like, she's not somebody that's going to be posting every yeah, day. 100%. And constantly, like, showing you what she's doing every day and what's not. But she's just... The things... The little things that she does partake in or show you or let you know that she's doing... Like, she was on live stream with Michelle Obama on Tuesday... I think it was, and they were discussing on Instagram Live, discussing why Americans need mm-hmm. to vote, and the truths about the voting system, and then the things that um, don't happen within their voting yeah. system. And it was phenomenal to just see her face in real time. It was it was great. I took a screenshot of it because I was yeah, just yeah. So Everyone nice. has been on. Um, if that. you didn't know. Zendaya. If you didn't know, I'm a Zendaya stan. Fandom. She's been on that wave for... I'm pretty sure since I've known you. Before yeah, then, like, if that's since the Since I've known you, you've just been on that level. Um, and you've been consistent. That's the, the beauty of it. Of course. So, so it's like, you know, all these years of build-up to actually see it crescendo is continued crescendo really is it's been it's been amazing to watch you fully put me on that wave thank you and thank you zendaya also just a random thought i'm not thought fact really because it's true <laughs> i just saw that um buju banton and Coffee made a remix to her song. You know Passion. what? I, I I feel like I heard that they were working together. Gonna go listen to that. The remix. She actually performed <laughs> at York Fest yesterday. I have interesting to talk about. That's that's York's orientation week. Every year we bring in our student government brings in a big artist or a well known artist to perform. They don't miss Loki for one specific night for the concert. They don't. Since I've been there, it's been. I don't know who it was last year because the person just didn't appeal to me, so I don't think I went. But my first year it was Tory Lanez, but yeah. we don't listen. We, we're uh, can I'm canceling we, Tory Lanez. Can- so, listen, I listened to like three Tory Lanez songs in this man's whole career, and if, these were from like 2015. I don't know how how was it hard for you to cancel this guy? Like, it shouldn't take anything really. For, wait, wait, <laughs> he's not even top three in Canada. Let alone like somebody that you need to listen to. I could listen to one weekend album for the rest of my life before listening to any of his music. Like he's not a, a terrible artist, but he's not that good. You know what I mean? Like he's just okay. Uh yeah, I, I I it's beyond me. It's beyond me. Like I can't believe it, really. I'm gonna read this little Instagram caption. I'll give the account um it's from a magazine, Wear Your Voice. Their account is at Wear Your Voice. And they just did a whole infographic that they released two hours ago about the whole situation. And this part says, Despite Megan seeking to protect him, Tory Lanez decided to break his silence, in quotation marks, by releasing an entire new album that he advertised 
as all about his take on the harm he caused Megan. So, he shot her, she stayed silent to protect them both, and cope with the trauma associated with sh- the shooting. And then he responds by leveraging the situation to sell more albums. Yeah, that was sick. Like, I didn't, I saw... It, it not was sick, yeah, it is true. sick. Like, he's a sick person. Yeah. The fact that... She, like, yeah. when we first heard about it, and it was just gossip, gossip, I was like, there's no way in hell this man did that. Like, that, that doesn't even no, make it's sense. It's just too out there. And for him to be Canadian, and I residing in this country at the moment, I feel, I don't even associate, I, this is the whole thing I have, I just never want to be Canadian. I want to have the citizenship, but I don't want anybody to call me Canadian, ever. I've been saying this since before I moved here. But just being here, I feel so ashamed, and I don't even consider myself yeah. Canadian. It, it it really was crazy to me. It was like I saw him tweet. Sorry, I saw a screenshot that he was like, "I got ten to talk go around on Twitter or something or Instagram." But I was I don't follow him, so I was like, I didn't actually see it first time. I was like, oh, it could be real, it could be fair. I don't know. And then I saw people talking about, "Oh, they're going on his life to watch this thing." I was like, "Really, you're going on his life? Interesting, interesting, interesting." And then I see people talking about their. Basically, what the life was about, and then about how he dropped um, a new music, and I was like, "Oh, he dropped a song. Interesting, interesting, interesting." And then I was like, "He dropped an album. Like, he dropped an album. Like, he used this to drop an album. Is that is that where we're on right now? Like, you shot somebody. Yeah. She in the video that like, first came out, she got on. She was like trying to calm down everything and defuse the situation. And she got shot by you, and then you follow that by making a diss song or something. I don't know, but like, it's crazy to me." And it it really it really shows who the weakest link is. That's just a fact. It's really it's not. All I can think of is it's just disgusting, and yeah, it's just disgusting. Tying into everything that's happening too, it was like, are you serious though? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, really. And that's only going to sit heavier on you because of what else happened this week with that unjust verdict. That insane verdict, but that's a a whole other kind of worms, I suppose. And it's kind of sad because he made himself come across as so personable and just outgoing after he did that whole quarantine Mm -hmm. series with his... The consistent live streams and he was getting all yeah. these hits and everything and it was drawing a lot of attention so he came across as this great guy and probably gained a lot of traction and f- more fans during that period and then to come and do this i mean i wasn't really standing him before but i like he's basically exploiting her trauma for his yeah, gain monetarily and clout because he will gain monetarily from it once people are downloading streaming and if he still has his fan base so people yeah. are going I to saw do from that a, first of all i saw another black woman being like but the album wasn't bad but who you're just you're just you're that, just that that see like people have <laughs> trouble having finding that disassociation like, for me, sometimes it's hard because I don't even realize I'm listening to him. But Chris Brown is another person like mm-hmm. that for me. Like, I've tried and I will continue to try to disassociate 
the two in not in the sense that oh his music is different from who he is as a person but like what you said just now where that person is trying to make it seem like oh yeah the album wasn't that bad though and not adding on the context yeah onto it especially in that situation where the album is literally based off of things that are drawn out of his personality and that are public knowledge literally like for me that's like Mm. a uh, no Uh, no same thing with r kelly where people were like like if you watch the documentary people were still supporting his music during that entire time when all the rumors were coming out about him and Aaliyah and nobody was really speaking out at the time but the rumors were there and like you could see from like them being in public and them being photographed that like it wasn't right and something was not happening like something wrong was happening Mm. and yet still it was like that's when that's honestly when his career started to peak as an artist i I feel as though when that whole situation started to go even before um you know obviously growing up a lot of music, a lot of music from him, I would have consumed as a kid, just from being around adults that were playing it and whatnot. But even from shows like the Boondocks, yeah, half of his songs I mm-hmm. didn't even know. Even from shows like the Boondocks, shows like I didn't from a show like the Boondocks, music. I was analyzing, you know, a lot of the cases, court cases he had, and you know, it was made to be in a, a joke. They they it was they kind of made jokes about it, but it was social commentary, right? They were commenting on what was happening in society. And that was the first place I was like exposed to the things that he was doing. I was like, R. Kelly was doing this, like, and I know Boondocks, like they would they would make like make fun funny, but you know that most a lot of stuff they talk about is actually like realistic. Like, they have a kid that was just demented almost, and he's in jail right now. Like he was on that path, and you could see it coming. Um. So. That that that's kind of where I got that exposure, and and then you know moving forward, like Chris Brown, when he did what he did, I fully I listened to like maybe four Chris Brown songs since then. One of them is from a playlist that I didn't make. Another is probably like when I was at work and someone played music because I I, st- I literally stopped listening to music from Chris Brown because a lot of his music I don't even realize is his music because until mm-hmm. he starts singing and it, his part comes it, in because it it's always out. with somebody else. And then I realized, and I'm like, ooh, what? Um, so, I mean, it, a, it's hard. And I guess, you know, the severity of the actions has to be weighted too, because a lot of musical geniuses and geniuses in general can be troubled. So, you know, you get a bit of both sides with it. But, like, even recently with Kanye, like, I was, I, because I still enjoy Kanye's old music. And you stand But, him. like, when he was tweeting the way he was acting, like, some, I had to unfollow him and I, like, give myself space because I couldn't. I couldn't give him that, like, time. You know what I mean? Like, it just... I couldn't do it. And I'm a Kanye yeah. stan. Like, I believe he's a musical genius. And what he does with the beat is phenomenal. Um, and so Kanye is best Kanye. But he hasn't been that for a while. And, you know, he still has many a masterpiece. But at a point, I had to be like, I can't right now. You know what I mean? And it's going to be hard. It's kind of like with corporations you know loki most of them are 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 trash and have done horrible things but 
yeah, you even end up with, supporting um, them anyways. So you just gotta, you know, you gotta really be conscious that we can't be sorry to cut you off. Fast fashion. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's horrible. I think about that a lot. Yeah, but we still perpetuate it. Like we're still shopping at H and M. When when's Zara the last time you shopped at H and M? Other stores. Honestly, I don't know, but I shopped at yeah. Zara like a couple months. I ago. mean, I feel like I. I probably still supported um, a fast fashion place, but. But I think I saw something on TikTok the other day that H and M is not. H and M changed mm-hmm. something within their. Regime. What. What I, I saw, remember. it was on my for you page. I don't think the last I liked time I went it. to H and M was about two years ago. No, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no. Probably a year ago. Um, to actually buy something, and most of the time I go to H and M is to buy little things like souvenirs to take home and whatnot. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I get my. Fu- I used to get my. F- you call it a yeah, souvenir. It the, I don't know, but I used to get like fun socks from there, so that's what I usually go for. And then I would get like I got a couple clothes from there some of them were like plain and basic kind of things like it wouldn't be fast fashion but they definitely do have like i have a couple fast fashion-esque t-shirts i guess like i don't know is this hold on you got me this is this considered fast fashion not really right probably but technically yes probably yes you know it's just like a very meh not meh it's very like they probably produce like thousands of hundreds of those yeah, at a time right um but so uh, i guess to explain it it's saying like just like a serene palm tree picture and it has like a i think there's a quote somewhere on it so i would consider it to be meeting the criteria for fast fashion but low-key i feel as though the last set of most of my clothing i've been getting as recently has been from Stuart um at cloud haha <laughs> but it it is hard because you look around and it's not as bad as it was a year and a half ago or two years ago, but fast fashion was just assaulting the industry. It was literally everywhere and you couldn't find something else sustainable. What I did to H&M a couple months back or a year back or however long, they had this big drive, it looked like, for environmental, pushing environmental, some, some sort of environmental... Yeah, yeah, they were. I think they still have that where they have the bins around yeah, the store, which is good to see. And you can donate, and I think you get back something depending on what and how much mm-hmm. you donate. In terms of clothes, you're giving the it only clothes. Thing, like, the last time I probably went into Asian was to see if there's anything good on like sale, but I didn't think I bought anything. I just popped in like, oh, is there anything good in clearance? I usually go for fun socks, but I don't always have them available. And the thing is, it's not. It's bad. It's not the best to be supporting some of these companies. But if it's what's feasible at this point in your life for you, I mean, you're not going there and like going there once so we can spend a hundred of dollars. Like it's a one off thing. I think because of how your lifestyle would have to change for you to like completely flip and either like start making your own clothes or only supporting smaller businesses and smaller companies who mm. do have to who can't charge you the same rate that H&M is yeah. going to charge you because of the expenses that are involved in being a small business you know, you know how, how so appealing that is $5 for a shirt that looks decent 
and you know what I mean it's not awful quality but like it's not great you know and it's not it's not it's not sustainable it's bad for the environment it's bad for the creator space and it doesn't help out small businesses it really just isolates them but fight always like if you're tight on money how appealing is that you know what I mean I don't buy five dollars for a shirt but I got so I have this really it's one of my favorite shirts and I wore it recently for that thing we did last weekend that was like three dollars and it's such a heavy duty shirt I don't know why it was so cheap like I've had it I wear it so I've worn it so much when it's cold you say shirt it's not a shirt it's a sweater you can make people think you no, buy a t-shirt, it's not a t-shirt. It's like, <laughs> and it's, it's heavy like, duty and just great it's like a knit a it's knit a sweater. sweater and it's, it's beautiful a sweater it's basic so it's not like fast fashion but it's like how it, it was on sale yeah but it's just such a lovely shirt and I'm like how was it I would buy it in like five different colors but I was like how was it so cheap like who can afford to sell this and make money maybe it was just there for so long they had no choice but I don't know these are questions that keep me up every other night no but seriously that's slightly concerning I like these random questions pop in my brain it's like why is how is this feasible and then it's like me to me hey it's too late to be thinking about this remind me tomorrow and I forget like I can't remember something on my was on my mind last night I was like how is this a thing but it was too late so I was like I can't and I'm saying this right now and I don't recall what it was that's fair enough I think this was a productive catch up we went into that for some things other things it was just like a yeah, this happened. This is a thing. Kind of, not time. really. No, kind of went into depth yeah, and everything. I, I can help it, but, you know. <laughs> it's, it's a shame that no one else gets your facial okay, expressions. But thank you all for joining us, and hopefully this... <laughs> was a fun little switch up to the normal but more to come even though it's probably gonna be longer than our normal episodes maybe i'll make it still the context is a bit different but yes please make sure if you aren't already unless it's your first time hearing us make sure that you are following us or are subscribed on whatever platform you use to listen to this lovely podcast and then also rate us and review us on the same platform that you're using. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter because we made a Twitter Also, a also. Just type into Young Friend Old Talk and it'll come up. <laughs> Shout out to all of our Trinidadian listeners because we're apparently charting in Trinidad. Respect, you know, much love and thanks for the support. <laughs> yes, everything Neil said. That's all for now. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>